Welcome back, everyone, to a bite-sized episode of Anime Was Not a Mistake. Uh, as always, I am uh, Dan Ryan, uh, 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 if anything, the super Dan Ryan, mm. in that I can grow maybe six feet taller. Yeah. Uh, that is the zenith of my power, and, and joined always by my co-host. And I bought some salt to the snack of a slug feast. <laughs> I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski. Uh, well, uh, as we stated in the uh, sign-off of the previous episode, mm-hmm. uh, this is more like a mini-sode. It's a, a bite-sized, uh, you know, little adventure, <laughs> uh, not unlike the small pizza hut that you would find <laughs> inside the Target uh, wow. before Target uh, did away with that. Yeah. So maybe more like the Nathans and the Kmart. It always tasted better for some reason. It did. Yeah, there it was, was something special in there. It was the reward for shopping peacefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> we're uh, due to a little bit of a time crunch. Uh, We're just having an extra episode in the tank to bring you anime goodness in case our schedules conflict. Mm. Um, So we will be doing away with the news and tangent segments. (laughs) It's not like I ever had any anyway. (laughs) And and just just really jumping straight into the action with with a movie that... Contains a lot of misinformation, <laughs> right. uh, and is I don't think is looked upon uh, very positively. But <laughs> it's always it's got a nostalgic place for me. Yeah. Um, so uh, without further ado, I will. Uh, I don't know if he made an appearance. Well, I did, but you didn't. Yeah. You didn't give him an intro this no, time. He's just embedded within the notes. In mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but I'm gonna roll out the drawing board. Breakneck speed. Watch him there. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, okay, yeah, but before we get into that, yes. uh, Demon Slayer Mugen Train, mm-hmm. as promised, will, uh, be happening mm-hmm. in the near future. Uh, we just, you know, I, I figured I'll give that its due time. It's gotta stop at the station, Dan. Yeah, so that way we're not recording <laughs> for, like, five hours. Yeah. So, it, it's just a simple thing for us, mm-hmm. uh, but I had Lord Slug ready to go in the event uh, that such a thing happened. But do not fear. Uh, you did not miss the train. Nope. It's just been delayed by sheeps. Yeah. So, uh, But again, the drawing board is rolled out, uh, and it's the false Super Saiyan edition. Now, what makes it that, Dan? Well, he he, he says that he's Super Saiyan, uh, that drawing board, uh, mm. but be it the booze or something else, it's not actually Super Saiyan. Huh. It's, his hair is spiked up, his pupils are white, but... Yeah. He's not a Super Saiyan. Well, that could just be any New Jersey resident. Yeah, he's just mad, <laughs> if anything. Um, so, you know, that brings us today to uh, Dragon Ball Z Lord Slug, mm. known in Japan as Dragon Ball Z Son Goku the Super Saiyan, uh, which is not true. Uh, <laughs> it is the fourth installment in the Dragon Ball Z film series. Uh, the film was released in Japan on March 9th, 1991 uh, at the Toei Anime Fair in a double feature alongside Magical uh, Toruto-kun. Hmm. Uh, it was directed by uh, Miso Hashimoto and written by uh, Tako uh, Koyama. Koyama. Um, I would assume that, like most things at the time, maybe Toriyama had a hand in character design. Hmm. Uh, but beyond that, nothing else, probably. Um, so, despite premiering between episodes 81 and 82 of the anime, uh, the film cannot be placed anywhere in the Dragon Ball canon, like the other Dragon Ball Z movies prior to Battle of Gods. Uh, because, uh, based on the characters involved, uh, the film should theoretically take place, but, you know, around the time that Goku arrives on Namek. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that probably as we're recounting the notes, but... Frieza is described as still being alive, so it can't be after Frieza, but Goku can't go Super Saiyan, so it can't also be after Frieza, and it's on Earth, so it can't be on Namek, Mm. Uh, and Lord Slug's planet is referenced as being a frozen wasteland, Mm. uh, or that's his ideal atmosphere, but we see that Namek is not like that, so... um, 
I'm not, like, if I could find more, like, I, I do try to do some digging, but there is, uh, I, I don't know how far in advance these things enter production. I would assume probably a few months um, in advance, and uh, as we'll see, they only narrowly missed a few major developments in the manga at the time, mm. uh, but we'll get into that in a second. But either way, it's a non-serialized movie like the other ones. It doesn't fit anywhere in the timeline, no matter how hard <laughs> I try. you push. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so many American fans, myself included, <laughs> probably caught the Funimation well, dub. you've got an oxymoron there. You put many fans, Dan. But I'm just uh, saying. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you took I that one to heart. Don't. don't. <laughs> I saw Dan's heart break <laughs> when I said that. My God, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, what was the uh, Ralphie yeah, yeah. pinpoint? Yeah, the, exact... the exact moment his heart breaks. Ooh. <laughs> uh, but again, like with the other Dragon Ball Z movies, this was like, uh, you know, Toonami would hype this up. They'd air it on like a Friday night in a double feature with another Dragon Ball Z movie. Um, and, you know, that's where I remember seeing it. Uh, so the film is most notable for the appearance of the false Super Saiyan form. Uh, Goku enters a state that is now uh, canonically known as false or pseudo-Super Saiyan. Mm. Uh, in this form, Goku gains a fiery golden aura, his hair stands up, and his pupil goes white. Pupils go white. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goku's actual Super Saiyan transformation would not make its actual manga debut until ten days after this film's release. Mm. I believe it was a manga chapter called Life and Death, so they literally missed that window <laughs> by like ten days. Uh, therefore, False Super Saiyan seems to be a precursor version of the final transformation. Uh, it also represents, probably, the anime staff's approximation of what a Super Saiyan would look like, because it had been foreshadowed by Vegeta ranting about it, and we only see, like, a brief... He's, you know, Vegeta's going on one of his monologues, and we see a dude with spiky hair standing amidst explosions. So maybe the anime staff took that and was like, okay, maybe that's what a Super Saiyan will look like. Um, and they went with it. Um, and it should be noted that the signature golden haired Super Saiyan design only came about because Toriyama's assistant recommended that yeah, he save on ink. I've heard that before. So, even if Toriyama, like, even if they got him on the phone and they're like, okay, we're making this movie, what does Super Saiyan look like? <laughs> not, not that I think they would want to spoil it via a non-serialized movie, mm-hmm. uh, but even if they asked him about it, it would be like, you know, it would have looked like this at the time. Yes. Probably. Um, so, maybe the real Super Saiyan form would have resembled this had it not been for that fateful decision <laughs> to save on ink. Yep. <laughs> but, hmm. Uh, the main villain of the film, the titular Lord Slug, uh, he is a Namekian who was sent away from his home planet as a baby, uh, not unlike <laughs> Goku and Superman. Yeah. Um, King Kai's explanation implies that Namek was facing destruction at the time, <laughs> but that didn't happen yet. Yeah, wasn't it like the Namekian reign of peace before we all got there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, before Frieza yeah. showed up, it was like they were fine. Um, so again, this was maybe a plot point they couldn't synchronize on um so he was sent to a planet called slug Slug. <laughs> just just wait for it uh all of the grinch uh, uh, a rare mutation only allowed evil to grow in his heart well <laughs> that way me and lord slug are alike i guess you you see it every day it's it's a genetic mutation that only evil can prosper yeah. um 
Lord Slug is referred to as a Super Namekian due to his exceptional power and his inner darkness. Uh, this is seemingly unrelated to the Super Namekian level that Piccolo achieves when he fuses with Kami during the Cell Saga. Uh, that was, uh, you know, he was... When he refused with Kami, he I think he briefly went by I'm the nameless super Namek, the Namek without a name, mm-hmm. reunited, etc. But this is not related to that. Uh, Lord Slug instead only uses his super Namekian quote-unquote powers to grow <laughs> giant-sized, uh, which had not been seen since Piccolo did mm-hmm. that at the end of the original Dragon Ball. Um, so that was like, you know, he does mm-hmm. that in the world tournament at the end. Uh, he wishes to terraform the Earth into a frozen wasteland, uh, which will be most suited for him. Um, that outcome bears yeah. no resemblance to the final version of Namek, so mm-hmm. why he would want that is just... Just to be mean. Yeah, it's another continuity <laughs> issue. He, he, wants, he wants the planet to match his mood. Yeah. Uh, Lord Slug uses the same Demon Clan identifier as the other pre-Namek saga Namekians, so when King Piccolo showed up back in the day, uh, he was described as a demon, and his... Namekian biology was like, oh, that's demon magic. Mm. Um, but Lord Slug still goes by that. His followers still identify him as that. And they actually recognize Piccolo like, oh, look, another long lost member of the demon clan. Mm. So maybe that's an identifier given to, uh, you know, Namekians who go astray. Um, but either way, this was actually a trivia fact that I, <laughs> that I had forgotten, but Piccolo officially apparently he was canonically redeemed when he uh, killed raditz and goku mm-hmm. because mr popo had explained that everyone killed by king piccolo had entered purgatory mm-hmm. instead of the afterlife so therefore the fact that goku went to the afterlife means that piccolo had been redeemed he mm-hmm. wasn't a demon anymore so for what it's worth um, on that note, Lord Slug being a Namekian is meant to be a plot twist. Mm. Uh, this has long since been spoiled for modern <laughs> audiences, and it didn't seem to fool viewers at the time well, I either. I think if I saw that green... Yeah, he's a big green, green dude, yeah. uh, who's a demon, and he does the same things as King Piccolo. Yeah. Mm. But uh, either way, <laughs> he takes the helmet off, and it's meant to be shocking. Ah. Um... So, uh, the Universe 6 Namekian, uh, Polina in Dragon Ball Super sort of matches Lord Slug's physical appearance Mm. in that he's both, you know, he's also a bulky Namekian who seems to reuse his design and coloration, uh, but that is literally the only possible nod that Lord Slug has received since this movie. Mm. Uh, he's not... He doesn't show up in a lot of things otherwise. I don't... I wonder why. I don't know how many video games he's been in. I don't know how many things, but that's, like, the only nod, if you even want to call it that, uh, that he's gotten since. Uh, This is the first Dragon Ball Z film to incorporate (laughs) American rock music, uh, you know, with tracks from Disturbed, (laughs) Finger Eleven, Dust for Life, and many others being featured in the Funimation dub. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure if we get the intact version, but famously there is one, I believe it's the... I believe it's the disturbed song Stupefy mm-hmm. that shows up here, uh, where fuck is uttered. Ah. Um, and it <laughs> says that, you know, uh, fuck is heard. It was one of those things where when it played in, in the original cut of this movie, you could hear fuck. Mm. But then when they released that single, that Someone is cut. Someone coughed over it. <laughs> yeah, that's taken out. So... 
I don't know if it's intact in this version or not, but... Oh, my ears will be primed. Dragon Ball <laughs> audiences apparently, for some reason, got the uncut version of that stupefied song, so that's... Great. That's a little Snapple fact. Um, so, yeah, but, but again, if you look into it, uh, it's got a pretty sizable soundtrack to it, and they really started doing this from this point on. I think the cooler movie has... A lot of rock songs in it. Broly has a ton yes, of them. I remember Broly. Broly's the only one that I watched. Uh, yeah, and I, I think even like uh, Cooler's Revenge or whatever the or Mecha Cooler mm-hmm. has it. Um, so uh, this is the last film where Chi Chi actually gets to fight some of the bad guys. Great. <laughs> she had only fought some of Garlic Junior's guys. No, that's my main complaint for the series. Not enough ladies doing anything. Yeah, everything you bring. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, uh, hopefully that hopefully they have time to change I that. Know, I have to point a finger at someone, Dan, and you're in the room, so. I know, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I understand, I completely agree, but hopefully maybe that'll change. Uh, this movie includes a very brief shot where a plushie resembling Monkey D. Luffy appears. <laughs> However, this is purely a coincidence. Uh, One Piece would not start until several years after this movie premiered, so... It was just a, it was a faded synchronicity that mm. Luffy kind of appears, because there was no, Luffy did not exist, yeah. uh, aside from in our hearts and minds, yes. he did not exist, uh, so it's purely a coincidence. Uh, reception. Uh, this film mostly is remembered for its action scenes in music. Uh, otherwise, Lord Slug's character and motivations are very similar to Demon King Piccolo. Uh, you know, right down to him wishing for youth and uh, following a lot of the same tropes. Uh, and this movie's plot also takes a lot of cues from the previous film, The Tree of Might. Uh, Turles and Lord Slug are even <laughs> defeated in almost the same manner as one another. Um, so, odd choice to follow up one movie with a similar movie, but mm-hmm. again, these were... I, I'm assuming that as we discussed with Godzilla, these were meant to fill seats at <laughs> these anime fairs, yes. so uh, that's what they did. Um, I'm bringing it to the table purely for nostalgia purposes, mm-hmm. and because I, as I have said many times, I love doofy one-shot villains. You do. I love villains who have been relegated to the dustbin of entertainment history, yeah. and Lord Slug is one of them, so... Mm-hmm. That's why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this anime a mistake? Yes. I don't know, <laughs> no, uh, but no. we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll see. It, it, we'll we'll judge it accordingly. Yeah. And I hope it could create some interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do you have any initial expectations? I don't remember if I've seen this one. I'm sure I've seen them all at least one time. Except mm-hmm. for that weird one in the the Arctic with the doctor and the computer. Yeah, because we never got that. We did that didn't Which air would on explain, TV. Yeah, yeah, why? But this name does sound familiar. The plot of the Namekian on the planet sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I definitely know. I saw the Garlic Junior one. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're nostalgic in their own way. I'm not expecting like you know a Tolstoy plot <laughs> no. by any means. <laughs> a villain with more than one dimension in it, but uh, you know. I'm just happy you're happy. I said this every time we have a Dragon Ball Z episode. Of course. I'm happy Dad's happy, and he gets to bring Dragon Ball Z here. Of course. Yeah, yeah and that's that's my wish. I mean, if it's not, <laughs> if it doesn't have trunks in it, my attention span dwindles in this <laughs> on this show. Uh, but uh, yeah. without further ado, if you look out the window, I believe an asteroid is plummeting right towards <gasps> Thank us. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I won't have to watch Lord Slug. <laughs> uh, do, you, do you think New Jersey can come together and uh, do something about it? No. Uh, I figured. But anyway, here's anime. <laughs>
空を探してる分かってくれますように犠牲になったような悲しい顔はやめてよ君の最後は涙じゃないよずっと苦しく背負ってくんだ出口見えない感情迷路に誰を待ってるの白いノートに綴ったようにもっと素直に吐き出したいよ何から逃れたいんだ現実ってあったまりとめに生きてるんだってすぐ見たくなるよ And we are back having just watched Dragon Ball Z Lord Slug A, a bite-sized experience uh, that seemed to uh, cause you a, a bit of stress. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so what? any initial thoughts? Wish I could have ripped out my eyes for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would be, <laughs> this was definitely the dumbest one. And I know mm-hmm. I say that every time we visit a short Dragon Ball Z special. Mm-hmm. But this one definitely takes the cake. But it has its camp charm. Mm-hmm. And it, there's nothing I could say. It's It's harmless. It felt like 30 minutes. You're telling me it was 58 minutes. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I mean, like, probably factoring the opening credits and everything yeah. else, it's... Again, I, I would assume... Because these, these were, again, made to be, like, aired back-to-back with another short cartoon movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and then Toonami used them accordingly, so... Yeah. yeah. I could just see the Dragon Ball Z fans in the audience standing up and cheering. <laughs> so this is the greatest <laughs> thing they've ever seen before. This got a standing ovation at cons. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some people walked out at Con. <laughs> An 82-minute standing over Lord Slug at Con, And yet no one picked it up. If you had uh, your way, that's what you would want, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. There's a lot of things in this world. Um, but, uh, again, uh, our, our movie begins with uh, Gohan paying a visit to Piccolo. Well, no, it begins with that 17-minute intro. <laughs> the opening. <laughs> Just the opening titles. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the classic running with the dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doofy dragon. But slightly yeah. updated since mm. the last one, because now it's post-Saiyan saga, yeah. so they added, like, a few other details to the opening. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but Gohan visits Piccolo, who's, <laughs> who's minding his own business. Yeah, just um, trying to meditate by the waterfall. Uh, but then me and Bandit show up uh, to you trying to listen to opera or something. L- literally and- <laughs> Stewart from Mad TV. Look what I can do. I don't yes. fucking care. <laughs> But uh, but Gohan shows up and he's prepared a little song and dance number with Icarus, um, otherwise known as Higher Dragon, or, the or Barney, Barney, um, and he's you know he has uh, Icarus playing some tambourines while he whistles. Hey, Mr. Um, Tambourine Man, play a song for me. But Piccolo is physically visibly stressed out by this. I he would be is, too if Gohan was doing that to me. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit much. Um, but, uh, the audience can, like, it's not revealed until later, but the audience can deduce that with Piccolo's advanced hearing, high-frequency noises are especially painful to him, mm-hmm. so remember that, audience. Yep. Uh, but he angrily orders Gohan to stop it, uh, and Gohan assumes he means the performance. Um, <laughs> he thinks he means his talent. <laughs> uh, but they, they both sense an approaching threat coming from outer space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bulma and her father, uh, Dr. Briefs, he's looking through a big telescope. He sees that a meteor uh, is heading towards Earth. Yeah, and all the while, this heavy rock soundtrack is just blasting throughout yeah. the whole movie. That's why yeah, you gotta put on the English audio yeah, for this entire... one, because it's, it's blasting disturbing disturbed and yeah. uh, dust for life the entire time but that's part of its charm i mm. think that's that's why i insisted um but uh dr briefs uh picks up life forms aboard this planetoid asteroid whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. uh so it's not as simple as just blowing it up before it hits the planet yeah and krillin's like 
he's watching TV, sees that the world is panicking. Yeah. Of course, and he's like, but I just wanted to watch sports. I never even got a girlfriend. Uh, uh, Master Roshi is sleeping, everyone arrives, everyone's in chaotic in this town where the... Yeah, and there yeah. is a surprising little fake out where a news station airs a simulation of the <laughs> of the, uh, the 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 meteor, meteor hitting and Earth. wiping everyone out, mm. and even you gasped. Well, I knew but, what was going to happen, but but it it was a, you know, a little decent fake out for these. They don't usually do that. Um, but uh, amidst you know the mass panic, Goku and Krillin <laughs> uh, decide to intercept the meteor, and they hope to like push it. Off course uh, <laughs> by blasting it SpongeBob. with uh, with Kamehameha waves, mm. um, but they are both rendered unconscious by the force <laughs> of the meteor um, and knocked you know. out for half the movie. Yeah, like yep. it's it, it seemingly redirects itself, and then the shock wave of it moving over the globe causes. Uh, <laughs> Again, I likened it to the recent movie Moonfall, but mm. no one saw Moonfall. Mm. I didn't see Moonfall. It yeah. was trash. But mm. uh, the the object <laughs> seemingly course corrects itself and then explodes above the planet. Yes. Um, but uh, separate from it, a, a spaceship breaks away and then lands in the ruins of one of Earth's cities. Uh, an army of humanoid alien soldiers generic, exit, generic, generic, yeah, yep. <laughs> uh, exit the ship and uh, declare uh, the Earth to be under the rule of their leader, Lord Slug. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soldiers attack a group of civilians, but Gohan arrives to defend them. Uh, he puts up a, a decent fight against the nameless troops, um, but Lord Slug, on his hollow observer, uh, sees that Gohan is wearing a Dragon Ball. And killing all his lackeys that don't matter to him. So why work for him? The Union must be crazy for Lord Slug. Oh yeah, the, the establishing Lord Slug yeah. is a bad boss because... All his goons, including knockoff Zarbon, knockoff Dodoria. Yeah, not Zarbon, not Dodoria. Not Goldo. Not Goldo. Uh, but then a little scientist man is like, you know, it'll take ten days to terra-freeze the planet. Uh, how long? He kills him. (laughs) And then the new one steps up. What if I told you it would only take three? Would I live? That's better. Uh, And then he kills another uh, buff dude (laughs) because the dude, like, makes a comment about his His age. age. (laughs) Like, Lord Slug's too elderly. He's, he's, you know, Mm -hmm. he's not going to be around forever. He doesn't have time to wait. Um, So, yeah, he's he's not a good... Lord Slug, he's not a good good guy. Um... So, but while Gohan is fighting, Lord Slug observes that uh, Gohan has a Dragon Ball sewn into his hat, uh, which he loses during the scuffle. Mm-hmm. Um, well, be- Chi-Chi tries to do something. Yeah, Chi-Chi intervenes. Yeah, she she- kicks two of them and then gets knocked out immediately. Yeah, mm. and then when Gohan is going to save her, he loses his hat. Yep. Um, Slug, uh, you know, appears... <laughs> And he, uh, you know, takes the hat. Yeah. He they he wonders wa- how he could gather all seven, and Bulma are just sta- standing there like, what do you mean? There wouldn't be any sort of special radar in yeah, my You pocket. would need a radar to yeah. do that. For a super genius, Bulma really pulling out the dum-dums. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> on the dum-dum juice in this it film. Is. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of by necessitates. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Lord Slug uses telepathy to read her mind, and then uh, she had the radar in a fanny pack with her, so he takes that... Uh, and sends his main goons to go... Gives them one hour, and then they find all of them in 30 seconds! The well, quickest like, they've been found! Which, at that point, was not an especially big feat for any yeah, of the characters. remember how hard, in my day, to find a Dragon Ball, you had to walk 15 miles, Dan, back and forth uphill. <laughs> well, it's it's escalation. <laughs> it's it, it, it becomes easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, eventually Goten and Trunks do it for fun, so it's like, whatever, mm. they... 
I'm pretty sure in one of the movies, Bulma auctions them as, like, a contest prize <sighs> at the Kenilworth, like, street fair thing yeah. that she hosts. Anyone can get a wish. They, yeah. Um, so, uh, then... Uh, Slug's ship launches a the Terra Freezing device, which is like this big satellite thing that spews. Uh, you you called it, you gave it a name. Oh oh, uh, Lord <laughs> Slug's cloud shroud cloud machine. <laughs> yes, uh, that that uh, covers the entire planet and begins lowering the temperature yeah. because this is apparently ideal um, for Lord Slug. And Slug wishes for his eternal youth and yes. isn't turned into a baby. Yeah, he's he's just he's. You think the dragon would just be like, "Ha ha, <laughs> you're a baby now." Well, Shenron never pulls that. Mm. You, usually, yeah. usually yeah. Shenron doesn't pull that. He doesn't do the like the <laughs> Jin thing where he's like, "Oh, you you weren't specific enough." Yeah. Um. But uh. But but Slug does get his youth back and yeah. his his vibrancy returns. Yeah. So the shroud cloud machine is in work, and we see that the wildlife is dying. Birds are dropping. Chi Chi's. <laughs> coughing and this one deer that has survived every movie dies <laughs> uh, yeah it's it, it's a it's a common occurrence here um but uh, goku and krillin are revived by yajirobe who gives them a uh, a senzu bean each um <laughs> and you know they're obviously shocked to wake up in this like wasteland that used to be a city uh with an ocean that's freezing over yes um so, uh, Gohan sneaks out of the house and resumes his attack against Slug's army. Uh, he manages to, like, you know, take out a few henchmen, uh, but he has to be rescued by Piccolo. Mm -hmm. uh, Piccolo then kills uh, the henchman Wings, who is... <laughs> who the, has wings. Who's not Dodoria. Yep. He's the big, like, yep. if you come work for me, he's the guy I want to voice. Yeah. Uh, we found Dan's Make-A-Wish Foundation. Uh, it's he wants to voice a stupid villain in a Dragon Ball Z <laughs> Yeah, so that, that's all I want. Yeah. I, well, it doesn't have to be even Dragon Ball. Just any random, like, mm. throwaway villain. Just, if you don't win this, I'm gonna get you. Like, that. just let me do that for a little bit. That's and all I need. Just for a dollar an episode. <laughs> just for a dollar an episode. You can make dreams like that episode. come true. <laughs> let me spout a meme or something. You know, yeah. just like a, a dated cultural reference. Yeah, yeah just mm. let me do that. Um, but uh, Piccolo kills Wings... And uh, Gohan, meanwhile, is overwhelmed by Metamacha, <laughs> who is a little frog dude who can produce smaller frog that dudes. That suck energy. That absorb energy. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, Gohan is incapacitated, and then Piccolo is also injured when he intercepts a blast <laughs> intended to kill Gohan. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, the other guy... Uh, Angela? Ange <laughs> Angela. It's literally Angela. <laughs> Angela is, again, not Zarbon is there, <laughs> and he, you know, briefly gives Piccolo a fight, but Piccolo is mostly injured yeah. defending Gohan. His thing is he dives underground and has stretchy arms. And and uh, uh, fire breath. Yeah. A few a beam. things. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Goku and Krillin arrive, and Goku easily kills Metamacha. <laughs> Goku, Goku shows up, his son is plastered to the ground. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and Piccolo's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, uh, they Goku then fights uh, Angela and quickly disposes of them as well. Mm. Uh, then Slug finally appears from outside <laughs> you, of his ship. You could never find good help these days. Yeah. It's okay, we're both self-employed. <laughs> yeah, no. What? I wasn't expecting... What? I, I was expecting one or more of those lines, but not both. Oh, so. Yikes. <laughs> we're self-employed. Um, oh God, it's like such a sonic <laughs> fucking exchange. 
Um, and Krillin's like, eh, this guy looks like a chump. Yeah. I'll get him. <laughs> Bitch and, slapped into the next county. Into <laughs> Out of the movie. Done. Let's uh, not again. He's quickly dispatched. Uh, Goku fights Slug, but is overwhelmed. Uh, you know, he's being beaten through mm-hmm. Iguana Street. I don't only remember it because of the Iguana sign. Street. Iguana Street. I, okay, and here's where the Easter egg came in. When goes, see, see, Luffy's on the screen. <laughs> it's a doll with a straw boater. I had to convince Dan that straw boaters existed before One Piece was. A and thing. I, and you've offered no proof. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't. I'm telling you, the Dragon Ball Z wiki kids have too much time on their hands if that's what they were. Everything is a One Piece reference. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, you know, they're fighting through Iguana Street, the entertainment toy store casino district, and King Kai is flipping his shit. Oh my uh, Jesus Christ, Gogo! <laughs> um, but Goku is able to tap into a, uh, you know, uh, some some of his hidden power, <laughs> and he accesses a portion of the Super Saiyan form, thus entering false Super Saiyan King Kai state. says the legend, it's come true of Super Saiyan, and I go, mm, The quite, legend? Yeah. yeah, it's not the one we want. And then, of course, in order to trigger this, Goku thinks of everyone he loves Krillin, Oolong yeah, Icarus, <laughs> then his son <laughs> then, then Piccolo, Piccolo. <laughs> He's got his priorities straight No he's, he doesn't Dan They're all his buddies uh, So uh, Yeah so Goku starts pummeling Slug And manages to break his arm mm-hmm. um, But uh, Lord Slug unfazed <laughs> Rips his arm off and regrows it uh, Which Reminds us of someone else. Yeah, he racially profiles this man. <laughs> yeah. So, and then Lord Slug removes his helmet and gasps. Oh my it god! It takes Goku a second. He's yeah. got to. He's got to visually associate it oh with god. Piccolo. Like, wait a minute, Piccolo, Slug, Piccolo, <laughs> Slug. Slug. And then it's like you're in a yeah, you're in a Mechian. Uh-huh. Uh, then King Kai um, <laughs> explains that Slug is a super Namekian. All while. Lord Slug is growing exponentially. Goku's just standing there listening. Yeah, he becomes... Lord Slug becomes big, uh, as Piccolo had previously done. Yeah, but a Super um, Namekian, and you can explain their backstory to... Yeah, they were yeah. a bloodline of, uh, of violent warriors who had tapped into their inner strength, and the original Namekians uh, used the Dragon Balls to banish them from their home world. Mm. So, I don't know, maybe the... the other part of the... like, the other trivia facts that I got were based on a different, like script or dub of it yeah. i don't know uh but that makes a lot more sense than him having to flee the planet so i don't know i don't know how they uh that's my own fault for not fact checking that mm-hmm. um but really slacking there but uh you know they basically their their hearts are too dark and they were banished and sent away and lord slug might be the last descendant of mm. this evil bloodline yeah. um you know but he's been Basically traveling around the galaxy, conquering worlds, terra-freezing them, pillaging them, and then continuing onwards. Uh, Not unlike the aliens in Independence Day, I guess. (laughs) Um, So, uh, you know, Slug is giant, he's trying to crush Goku Which I brought up is the Dragon Ball Z fan's major kink. It happens every single movie. It does. Goku gets crushed by a giant. And he screams, and... Except for the one time where uh, Android 13 kicks him in the balls. That's a famous moment, but otherwise it's mostly the crushing. Uh, So uh, Piccolo intervenes to rescue Goku, um, and he's like, If you're a Namekian, you don't like your antennas being pulled, and he (laughs) manages to distract Lord Slug like that. Um, 
But, uh, you know, Lord Slug tosses Goku aside, grabs Piccolo, and starts crushing him. Um, but Piccolo seems to have a backup plan, because he tears off his own ears, and he yells to Gohan to start whistling. No, he doesn't tell him to whistle, Dan. He says, do what you did before. Yeah, and it takes Gohan a second. Yeah. Like, what did I do before? What I, literally did I do? I put on a little show with Icarus. <laughs> <a> soft shoe. <laughs> Bandit, from Wicked. Me and Bandit prepared a song, <laughs> and Jonathan did not like it, but what, what was it? Uh, it was it was the first Naruto opening that we did, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, whistle, whistle, Dan, whistle. So so uh, Gohan starts whistling, and because uh, Lord Slug is a super Namekian of super size, his <laughs> hearing is King also increased. Super Namekian, super ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you idiot. <laughs> Hate everyone in this film. <laughs> uh, the the whistling manages to debilitate Slug long enough for Piccolo to reach out and transfer his energy uh, into Goku, and oh, I no, guess he doesn't reach his arm out. He like, has to be dropped off by Goku. Yeah, like, he doesn't do the extendo yeah. arm thing that he could have done. But it is interestingly the same animation that's used when. Namekians fuse with each other, like mm. when Piccolo and Nail fuse together. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. So I don't know. How that was factored in, um, but because uh, it's with the sound effects, it's like when when Goku's in full Super Saiyan, the sound effects are kind of similar to what they would use, but mm. not there. They're mm. like seventy five percent of the way, yeah. so it, it's a process. Um, so you know, Goku uses his Kaioken power combined with the power of Piccolo to basically like ram. Uh, Lord Slug through the chest, <laughs> identical to how he took out King Piccolo. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, Lord Slug is knocked into his big <laughs> cyberpunk spaceship, yes. but uh, he is still alive. Um, so Goku decides to ascend to the sky, and, you know, because he thinks Lord Slug is down for a second, so he's going to go destroy mm -hmm. the Cloud Shroud machine. Yes. Um, but Lord Slug grabs onto him and is pulled into the atmosphere. Uh, Goku then, you know, Fights him off, breaks through the clouds, and sees the sun. Mm -hmm. And he salutes the sun. He thanks the sun. Yeah, I can always count on you. Sun. <laughs> um, and that's just enough to let him form, like, a little spirit bomb. Yeah, and I told you, this is the award for death by smallest spirit bomb. He just makes a little one. Yeah. Just a tiny one. And uh, Goku launches the spirit bomb at Slug, which sends him hurtling into the Shroud Cloud machine, which explodes and kills him. Uh, thus saving the planet. Well, not the glaciers. Not the... Well, if anything, the glaciers... Well, yeah. Maybe they got a brief respite. <laughs> they got an hour. Yeah. Everyone dies in an hour of cold. Meanwhile, Chi-Chi's at home making tea. Just fine. Yeah. She's well, they the had a space on. heater. Yeah. And Master Roshi has the window open. He's fine. Well, he's on an island. Yeah, but that but doesn't he... mean anything. It's gonna be cold. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they didn't, they didn't factor that in, but it's fine. Um, but then Yajirobe uh, shows up and, and heals everyone with, uh, with senzu beans, yeah. and they celebrate their victory. Where'd you hide, you fat ass? <laughs> Everyone laughs. Piccolo regrows his ears, yeah. and Gohan's like, now I get the point! Yeah. <laughs> fucking dum-dum juice over here, and then Master Roshi slept through the whole thing! He wishes something exciting would happen around here. Ugh. <laughs> so that was Lord Slug. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what do you want from me, Dan? I don't know, I'm just happy to talk about it. That's yeah, all. I just yeah. I like bringing the goofy... droves of fans that come for Lord Slug. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, that being said, 
I'm not gonna give away too much. I'm not gonna <laughs> give away the store here. But there's a chance that some more Dragon Ball content might be coming to the podcast oh, in the near future. Oh, joy, oh, rapture. So who knows what form that could take, but... Mm. I'll be uh, ripping off my ears that day. It could be. <laughs> if, if listeners choose to look forward to it, they can. <laughs> so, I'm sure they will. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a mm-hmm. good little nostalgia trip. Yes. These are all bite-sized, yes. like... it doesn't overstay know. its welcome, at no. least. I thought it was much shorter than it actually was, so... And I'm pretty sure they all are, and then I think maybe the Broly one is longer. The Broly they, one is longer, I think. And then they, they kind of become movie-length from mm-hmm. that point on, but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. It's a good good little after-school special for the middle of the <laughs> <Yes>. summer. <laughs> Learn how to whistle, kids. For people in our 30s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, can you you want to tell the listeners where they can reach us? Where can you reach us and me? Uh, you can follow us at Anime Was Not a Mistake on most podcasting platforms and our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast on Facebook as mm-hmm. well. You can find me, Jonathan Kwiatkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow me on Twitter at Drink and Read JK, along with my other two podcasts being Nightcaps at the Theater, where me and a couple friends get a little drizzy drunk and watch a few movies. And Drink and Read, where I check through some literature, read and learn, and mm-hmm. drink, and read, etc. And how about you, Dan? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at King underscore Danis, along with our Anime Was Not a Mistake podcast Instagram page, mm-hmm. and our Facebook page of the same name. Yes. Any teases for the audience of what's in store for next week? You know, we got a series to finish. We got Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, three full episodes left in length of Anime Was Not a Mistake. We've got 13 or so episodes to squeeze into those three Mm -hmm. but uh you know the day of judgment (laughs) is upon us will we finally see it it's been a while it's coming the sun is rising yeah yeah and you're gonna get some uh battles between some characters that you might not have initially predicted Mm -hmm. they're gonna be facing off in different ways that'll appeal to your senses Uh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well i'm looking forward to it those homunculi gotta go down I will say you'll get big versus big. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want. Yeah, so, I mean, really, Dan will just be as happy as a clam, huh? Uh, yeah, I'll have, be happier than a slug in salt. <laughs> Anime was not a mistake. We have one mission. Whether you be a magical girl, a giant fighting robot, a raccoon, or just a fan of podcast in general, we hope to one day arrive at a definitive answer to the following question. Is anime a mistake? While we obviously don't think so, there's no harm in expanding our weave horizons now, is there? As of late, our humble little show is devoted to the analysis and discussion of movies, series, and episodes that show off that powerful art that is animation. However, none of this would be possible without listeners like you. If you like what you hear on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and more, then why not support us on Instagram at Anime Was Not a Mistake Podcast or on Facebook at Anime Was Not a Mistake Pod. We promise to go happies on the sake with you. Join us, won't you? This time and the next. And with that, Dan and I leave you with a to be continued as the chill anime beats play. Sayonara. Lost.